A Christian podcast for families? Awesome! Listen to the Word on the Street podcast with your family and enjoy getting to know Jesus together. Here's your host, Anna Ware. In today's episode, we are going to be looking at another miracle that Jesus did while he was on the earth, and that was casting out demons. Yes, demons, that is a strange word for a very strange spiritual being. And I actually thought that it was quite fitting to be doing this today because on Saturday it is Halloween and much of America, and I know a lot of Australians like to celebrate Halloween where they decorate their house all spooky and dress up and go trick-or-treating. In many stories and many movies, there is a goodie, and a baddie. The main character is usually good and we always root for them. We want them to win. And then there is a villain, a baddie, who is a bully. They are mean and nasty. And we always, in the story, we want the bully to lose. We want the main character to beat that villain at the end of the narrative. Good versus evil. It's a bit like a big fight, a war. Now, the Bible has a similar story that runs through it. Good versus evil. And the goody is God. God is all things great. He's loving, he's kind, he's caring, and he is amazing. God's side has God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. He also has angels, and angels are like servants in heaven. And on God's side, there are also any humans who want to believe in Jesus. I am on God's side. Now, on the bad side, we have Satan. He is the baddie. Sometimes he's referred to as the evil one or as Lucifer or as the devil. And he isn't like the cartoons with the pitchfork, with the horns and the goatee. He is really mean. He is really nasty. And he wants everyone to join his side and not follow God. He doesn't want anybody to go to heaven. On the devil's side, there are a group of evil spirits, sometimes called demons. And their aim, their goal, is to try and encourage people to follow them instead of God. And they will do any trick to do it. They will lie. They will cheat. They will be sneaky. God won't try any trick to get people on his side because God will never lie. God is not sneaky. He doesn't want to hurt people or steal or anything like that. We can trust God. You cannot trust Satan. Now, this battle between good and evil, between God and Satan, has not actually finished yet. It's like we're halfway through a book. We are living in the middle of a book and it hasn't actually happened yet. But we know what is going to happen because John wrote in Revelation what is going to happen There is going to be a big war. God and Satan are going to fight. And guess who wins? I know who wins because John wrote it down. God actually showed John what's going to happen. Jesus beats Satan. We are on the winning side, us Christians. We get to go to heaven and we get to celebrate together there for eternity. But yet we still are living in the middle of the book. We still have Satan He's kind of ruling the earth. Lots of bad things happen. He is still cheating. He is still sneakily trying to get us not to believe in him and not to believe in Jesus. 
He is getting me to not read my Bible every day. What is he doing now? What is his strategy? I believe that Satan's trick at the moment in Australia is to convince society that there is no such war going on at all, that there is no spiritual world at all. So many people that I know don't believe in spirits at all, but spirits are real. The good thing is we don't have to be scared of spirits if we trust in God. Now, there are good spirits and there are bad spirits. We have God's Holy Spirit living inside of us if we believe in Jesus. Spirits are real, but we don't have to be scared if we trust in God. I'm going to read you this Bible verse from James chapter 4, verse 7. It says, Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Pretty much, if you believe in God, then the devil will flee from you. Another Bible verse from 1 John chapter 4, verse 4 says, Children, you belong to God, and you have defeated these enemies. God's Spirit is in you and is more powerful than the one that is in the world. That's Satan and the evil spirits that are in the world. Satan uses all kinds of tricks around the world in different areas to achieve his goal. And remember his goal? He wants everyone to follow him and not follow God. Now, in Israel, when Jesus was alive, Satan got his evil spirits to live inside people's bodies and they would control those bodies. Today's miracle is Jesus showing his power over these evil spirits. And I'm going to read from Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 20. Jesus and his disciples crossed Lake Galilee and came to shore near the town of Gerasa. When he was getting out of the boat, a man with an evil spirit quickly ran to him from the graveyard where he had been living. No one was able to tie the man up anymore, not even with a chain. He had often been put in chains and leg irons, but broke the chains and smashed the leg irons no one could control him. Night and day, he was in the graveyard or on the hills, yelling and cutting himself with stones. When the man saw Jesus in the distance, he ran up to him and knelt down. He shouted, Jesus, son of God in heaven, what do you want with me? Promise me in God's name that you won't torture me. The man said this because Jesus had already told the evil spirit to come out of him. Jesus asked, What is your name? The man answered, My name is Lots, because I have lots of evil spirits. He then begged Jesus not to send them away. Over the hillside, a large herd of pigs was feeding. So the evil spirits begged Jesus, Send us into those pigs. Let us go into them. Jesus let them go, and they went out of the man and into the pigs. The whole herd of about 2,000 pigs rushed down the steep bank into the lake and drowned. The men taking care of the pigs ran to the town and the farms to spread the news. The people came out to see what had happened, and when they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had once been full of demons. He was sitting there with his clothes on, 
and in his right mind, and they were terrified. Everyone who had seen what had happened told about the man and the pigs. Then the people started begging Jesus to leave their part of the country. When Jesus was getting into the boat, the man begged to go with him, but Jesus would not let him. Instead, he said, Go home to your family and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how good he has been to you. The man went away into the region near the ten cities known as Decapolis and began telling everyone how much Jesus had done for him. Everyone who heard what had happened was amazed. Are you amazed by that story? How did Jesus cast the evil spirits out of that man? That man with the evil spirits was so strong that he couldn't be tied down. Why would they even want to tie somebody down in the first place? Probably because they're being destructive and they're being hurtful and they needed controlling. Jesus could control those evil spirits because God has more power than Satan. God is more powerful, more strong than Satan. Some of the teachers of the law saw Jesus casting out demons in another situation and they thought about Jesus and they didn't think, wow, Jesus must be God. They thought Jesus must have the power of Satan to be able to force evil spirits to come out. Doesn't sound like that makes much sense to me and didn't sound like it made much sense to Jesus either. This is what Mark chapter 3 says. Some teachers of the law of Moses came from Jerusalem and said, This man is under the power of Beelzebul, the ruler of demons. Sorry, I didn't mention that's another word for Satan, Beelzebul. Who is even forcing out demons with the help of Beelzebul? Jesus told the people to gather around him and then he spoke to them in riddles and said, How can Satan force himself out? A nation whose people fight each other won't last very long and a family that fights won't last long either. So if Satan fights against himself, that will be the end of him. Jesus was able to use logic and say, why would Satan want to force out his own evil spirits from a person? Jesus is certainly not from Satan. Jesus doesn't worry about Satan because Jesus is stronger than him and we don't need to worry about Satan either. We need to believe that he exists. We need to believe that evil spirits exist, just like we believe that God and the Holy Spirit exists. But we need to know that he is not a worry for us. God is stronger than Satan. God has a plan to win this war against Satan. And if we believe in God and that Jesus has taken away our sins on the cross and that we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us, that means that there is no way that an evil spirit can come and live inside of us too. Now, the discussion questions, I would love for you to share how you feel when you hear me talking about Satan and the evil spirits. Question number two, as this is the first episode where I have really talked about Satan specifically, I am guessing that you have a lot of questions and I would like you to share those questions that you might have now. 
The third thing I want you to do is to pray together, asking God to protect you against Satan. And that concludes our episode today. Keep chatting about God during the week. Keep fixing your eyes on him and you don't need to worry about the evil one at all if you have your eyes fixed on Jesus. Catch you next time. Bye. That is the end of the episode, but it doesn't have to be the end of the conversation. Continue the conversation with your family now or throughout the week. Or you can head on over to the Word on the Street podcast social pages and join our conversation there. Find all the links at thewordonthestreetpodcast.com.